Well, Facebook and uh, Instagram might have been down tonight, but we're getting ready and we're up for this wild card game. Red Sox Yankees coming up. This is Win Pod Repeat. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Sam Anthony. Alongside me is Spencer Wellington. Um, and then, uh, Spencer, it's your friend once again, Scott, whose last name I'll never be able to pronounce. Uh, his last name is Walchick. And uh, this is episode two of the SSS podcast. Welcome in, everybody. Yes. Um, All right. Make sure you add that extra S, like just just to be sure, you know. Yep. Yep. We don't, we don't want to border um, into that territory. Just wanted to be clear. Uh, yeah, just just the three S's there. <laughs> and, um, uh, yeah, we're we're back to talk about the same two fucking teams we talked about last week, and um, they are just as stupid as they were last week. Yeah, but come on, um, the stakes are so much higher. I don't know how you can't be like the same stupid fucking teams. Let's go. It's the fucking wild card, baby. Did you watch last week? Like, there is equal parts of me that is excited for tomorrow's game and then just looks back at this past week and was like, damn, that was stupid. I don't think you understand the highs and the lows that I live by, Spencer. Well, actually, you do. I do Um, understand the highs and lows. I just don't relate. I'm just riding the high right now. I mean, I don't know. Scott, how are you feeling? Like, uh, provide the the break the middle ground here. Um, I would. I'm a. (laughs) <laughs> stay exactly in the middle ground um no i was incredibly relieved yesterday yeah um, oh my and, god but i kind of just sat there like all right at least i don't have to be stressed um for like i for one day would feel a whole lot more uncomfortable if we had to play again today obviously um but i don't know i'm not too worried out of pure um, I'm just trying to block it, block it out a bit. Um, I'm going to be crazy stressed um, starting at like 5 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, but at least right now, yep. I'm kind of riding the wave of like, thank God we don't have to play today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, that that's the biggest discussion is for both teams. First off, we we mentioned it a little bit before we even started podcasting. But I mean, I don't neither of these teams would have would have beaten the Toronto Blue Jays the way the Blue Jays were playing going into the into the postseason. Definitely not. Like, I mean, the Blue Jays were just destroying. Team. Uh, granted, it's the Orioles, but the Red Sox couldn't fucking destroy the Orioles this week. The yeah. Yankees couldn't destroy the Orioles at all this season. Um, so that's uh, a great sign for both of us. But my my feeling after yesterday was like both of these teams just like couldn't figure their shit out all season. And it's it's just kind of fitting that they both ended up with the same record. I mean, all season long, you had team fans on both sides uh, going at each other about the standings and who was going to catch you and who was going to host the wild card game and shit like that, saying teams like didn't deserve to make the playoffs. Well, I mean, now that they, they, they finished with the same fucking record and they deserve to play each other. And I think it's going to be like a pretty back and forth wild game on Tuesday. I don't think the other side is going to blow each other out. Um, cause it's like both teams have their weaknesses and yeah, I think it's going to be just like one of those weird wildcard games where weird shit happens. Well, you know what, Spencer, I have a weird... you're, you're probably right on a lot of fronts. And that's the fact that like you talk about this game being close, um, the run differential on the season was plus one for the Red Sox. Um, so exactly what you about think right. about it. About, and, uh, you know, uh, another point that we'll we'll talk about, but you talk about back and forth scoring. Garrett Cole getting the start. He's got a six one nine ERA and three starts at Fenway Park this season. Um, Scott, man, that's pretty good. Uh, not great, huh? Not great. That being said, 
when was the last time Garrett Cole had three bad starts in a row? At least since he's come to the Yankees and I paid attention um, to every one of his games, I don't remember him having a slump that lasted more than a week. Um, which I'm not saying he's going to go out there and go six shutout, but I don't see him. Um, you know, I don't see him giving up another seven runs. Um, and I mean, hey, man, I don't think he would last in the game long enough to give up seven runs. But I, I feel like both of these pitchers have pitched against the other team so many times already this year that neither of these starters, I don't think, is going to last very long in this game. I wouldn't be surprised if neither of them made it even to the fifth inning uh, in this game. And you see, you know, bullpen the games and, and bullpen moves from both managers bringing in starters and relievers and whatever the fuck to just try to keep the game close. Yeah. The leashes are going to be incredibly short. Um, and not even like, I think say Cole or Evaldi, um, it is shut out through five. They're not going to go the extra inning purely from pitch count. Like neither one is going to breeze through five innings with 65 pitches. Um, oh yeah. I, I mean, don't see them taxing them for any reason at all. You kind of got a little taste of what the Red Sox are going to do in game 162 when, you know, you see Erod and Pavetta coming in out of the bullpen. Um, and that's, that is what you're absolutely going to see. I mean, core is, there's going to be guys that, you know, you're hoping that you're not going to see. And instead that you see, a, I mean, Please, God, give me a Pavetta or an Erod out of the bullpen instead of a fucking Garrett Richards. Like, good Lord. If I see Garrett Richards in this fucking wildcard game, I'm turning off the television. I'm leaving the bar that I'm going to be at. I'm if Garrett Richards is on the top roster, I am going to fucking riot. <laughs> I, like, there's so many, like, to me, it's like, I almost need to, like, I was thinking about this today. I almost need to build, like, a list. You know, like, like approved... <laughs> uh relievers and so that we can go give it to alex cora and just go hey alex like listen like i don't i don't want to see garrett richards i really don't want to see martin perez like no. i just i just don't unless we're up by 10 runs unless we're up by 10 runs and you want to you want to save some arms for when we have to go play in fucking tampa bay you know there's there is no saving okay, arms though like you can't you can't plan past tomorrow no um, and and you and every team's playing a win too. You can't be going, oh well, we feel safe with a lead. It's like just you know. Yeah, I mean it's it's well, every all hands on deck, every man in the bullpen, and uh, every, everybody's gonna have to be ready to pitch um, because you know either team can start going off on any of these relievers at any time. You you just never know. Yeah, man. I mean, Who look the, at the like, Red Sox Yankees, man. And it, like, who, if you guys had to three say guys three guys Sox? out of the bullpen, yeah, um, who who are the three guys Garrett that Whitlock. you would tab? D- definitely yeah. Garrett okay. Whitlock. Um, I'd Not say Eddie. Not yeah. Matt Barnes, no. Um, I'd say Eddie. Well, I don't know if it's Nick Pavetta. Like, uh, damn. Well, okay, just actual. <laughs> There's not a lot. Remove, remove the <laughs> Adovino, I... Huh? Remove the starters. I'd say remove the starters from that conversation, but say like three like actual bullpen arms. Um, is there anyone? That's uh, tough. Moore has been reliable lately. Um, let me let me pull okay up Moore for you. 
I, that's all we're going for at this point, Scott. <laughs> that's all we're going for is looking okay. And, and hope the fucking offense gets runs. I mean, that's going to be – Yeah. Um, I mean, is there a chance Josh Taylor's back? Oh, God. I don't know. But Sal Murrah, by the way, <laughs> since the start of August, a 3.77 ERA. So, okay. I'll take it. I yeah. mean, Taylor, I didn't even know Will was back yesterday. So, yeah, I don't know if he'll be back by Tuesday or by, by tomorrow. It'd be really nice if he was, though, because he's been really good all year. Yeah, that would, oh, uh, that would, yeah. I'm not seeing anything on, and news on that. So, yeah, I would say don't don't feel confident that Josh Taylor will be ready for that game. I also didn't see any news on Garrett Willock either, but I could have also not been paying attention. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. It, it Also, like, it just feels like after the whole, like, COVID thing that I've, like, lost track of, like, who's healthy and who's not and who's actually hurt and who was sick and um uh garrett whitlock's good to go oh yeah 100 percent. yeah so um but yeah man uh that's that's what makes me nervous i mean if the yankees get to Valdi early that's when i'm like okay i mean that's where like a whitlock's good because you know he can come in and, and give you more than one inning of relief mm-hmm. um i would prefer that he didn't have to because that also implies that there's probably a deficit that comes with that I'm wondering if Hauk can play Tuesday. Like it's two oh. days of rest, but he he did only throw 50 pitches on Saturday. I was gonna say that's that's kind of the interesting thing. And like you said, like there's no saving arms. If you're in the in the postseason and you need a guy, like Cora's gonna consider it. I, I would think yeah. Cora's gonna consider it because yeah, you know, like you said, you want to throw out your best guys in it. As long as you feel like coming off of that, he's going to be fine to pitch well. I, I mean, you gotta fucking do it. I mean. You know, this is this is when you fucking do it. You know, yeah. there's no. Yeah, Although, it, I, I would love if we get if somehow we win this game tomorrow. Um, if we are able to start sale Thursday and then have Hauk behind him, and then they're like the reverse of each other, um, that'd be fun to watch against the Rays lineup. Assuming Chris Sale doesn't uh, suck again, that'd be great. Yeah. So. All right, so I have a question for both of you. Um, this is just kind of like a general thought here, but um, for each team, so Spencer, I want you to give it for the Sox, Scott, give it for the Yanks, but who's who's your X factor? Who's the guy you think, like pitcher, hitter, whoever, is going to be the guy that you, you think needs to make the difference in this game? It, for the Yankees, it is absolutely Jonathan Loisaga. Um, Interesting. Um, in cool. my opinion. Um I was looking at his baseball savant page today um, and his numbers are fucking insane on the year. And I've been watching him. He's looked nuts. Um, But watching him um, yesterday was his first game back from, he was on the IL for about a month. Um, And I mean, the second pitch he threw was 99 um, with about four inches of arm side run. And so I've got his savant page up right now and he is in the 99th percentile of Average exit velo, X woba, X slugging, fastball velo, and hard hit percent and chase rate. Um, this is going to be one of those games that's going to be won and lost, um, inning by inning, and it's going to be close. I don't see it being a blowout. So seventh inning, or like yeah, say the seventh inning, the Red Sox have um, the heart of their lineup back up. That is the last guy I would want to see if I was a Red Sox fan. Um, oh my gosh no i mean yeah that sounds yeah. terrifying i don't want to face that i mean the yankees the yankees bullpen is been pretty impressive um and 
the fact that you have a guy like Loizaga back is huge because I was I was really hoping that he wouldn't be ready. Um, just because, like you said, <laughs> I mean, his numbers are fucking absurd. Um, the problem for you guys is the problem hasn't been pitching. Uh, you guys need to have a fucking lead in those late games. And that's that's been the bigger issue is that you haven't been able to create enough runs for it. I'm going to go back to it all day long. Fucking hitting with runners in scoring position. And you're talking about you need guys like Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton to step up. And, you know, you got a man on second base. You're down by a run, two outs, you know, ninth inning, you know, against the Fenway crowd. Are they going to be able to do it? I would say no at this point. They haven't really proven. I mean, Giancarlo Stanton has proved me otherwise. That's that's who I would pick as my Yankees X factor. Is if Giancarlo Stanton just goes and puts on a fucking show, I mean, it, like that. That's it. It's it, it. I mean, and that'll be you know how it'll be remembered. Is you know it'll be. Well, yeah, I mean that's that. I I'll spin that back to you. Um, on in the last Yankees Red Sox series, um, Evaldi went two point two innings with two. Uh, with seven hits and seven runs. Um, and yeah, I saw a stat after the game that the Yankees <laughs> yeah, didn't swing at. Um, I saw one uh, stat after the game that the Yankees didn't swing at one breaking ball out of the zone um, on 59 total pitches. So uh, I don't know how many breaking balls that uh, ends up as, but maybe they had something on and maybe they were able to pick up a tick. Um, but regardless, if they're able to lock are in they, on him and get him out early. Again? <laughs> I have no idea, man. <laughs> I'll tell. I'll tell Lindor. I'll tell Lindor. He's gonna be really upset. Let I mean, me. You just have to hope that that's that, that it can't be worse than that. I, I guess is is what you have to hope. And that's yeah. Like when you like I was saying earlier, when these pitchers have faced these teams so many times over the course of a season, I feel like that is a natural back and forth that happens. Is you know, the pitcher figures yeah, out something absolutely. against that lineup and then the lineup figures out the pitcher. Um, so, I mean, hopefully you guys figured out of all the one time too early. Um, but, you know, I guess we'll see. I don't, I think it's going to be somewhere in the middle for both pitchers. Um, yeah. But, you know, Scott, I am glad that you went first on that so I could think about the X factor for the Red Sox. I wasn't really, uh, I was going through some players, but I think the guy I'm coming back to is somebody who's going to make a play that either wins or loses the game. And it's perfectly possible that it's one or the other. And that's I know who you're saying. Oh, ooh, that's not <laughs> okay. who I thought you were going to go with. Oh, that's uh, interesting. Definitely thinking you were looking at uh, big scoops over in the hot court. I, that's what I thought. I was thinking like offense or ruin it with the defense. Was that exactly what I was thinking? Uh, I mean, I think Verdugo is more of a liability in the field endeavors at this point. I mean, they're both they're both liabilities. Potentially in, in a liability on the bases, though, too, like, is Verdugo. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I, I watched both sides of it happen yesterday. And I was, I, Sam can attest to this. I texted Sam because I've, I've said this before that Verdugo <laughs> is going to wear out his welcome in Boston. I'm pretty sure of that. I don't think he's going to last that long in Boston because I think, I mean, you know, his, his attitude, he, he has high highs and he has low lows and he, he wears his emotions on his sleeve. And I think it, when things go bad, if they go bad in Boston, which they tend to do sometimes, um, I think that could go poorly for him. But anyway, you know, I, I reinforced that that theory when he had his, his base running gaffe yesterday. That was just awful when he rounded first base for no reason. Um, and then I was like, this <laughs> got this, stranded. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Later in the game, he gets the clutch tying double. And I was like, sign him for 10 years. Let's fucking go. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, I think, 
he's that type of guy who is you know perfectly capable of either making the play that wins or loses the game. Um, so I guess, you know we'll see. So this is my X factor. I gave you Stanton as the Yankees for me, but for the Red Sox, it's Hunter Renfro. Just purely, I mean, what he's done in the second half of the season has been incredible. But to he's me, been the guy lately. Defense. I mean, I'm you so talk about a guy that can. <laughs> <laughs> More like Hunter Renfro, am I right? Yeah, I got that fucking no. hose out there in right no. field, baby. <laughs> Let's go. No, no, no. You love it. You love the hose. I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. You got to think Yankees, maybe play at the plate. Oh, my gosh. Imagine that. Some some Fenway lore right there. I mean, you know, fuck your Jeter flip. How about the Renfro throw? They should have learned by now not to run on him, but uh, you never know. Yeah, How man. about Urshela um, just <laughs> killing himself for the Bro! game? Bro! Oh, my gosh. I was like, you know, I was watching SportsCenter, and they were like, oh, yeah, nobody's going to catch him because it was the opposing team's dugout. I'm like, that's definitely not true. There's no way that they're just going to let him fall. I mean, like, that's, that is what happened, but, like, literally, like, it happened so fast. And he had to, he perfectly hit the stairs. It was like he caught it, looked up, and realized he was running right down the stairs and just fell. Yeah, it was terrifying. Do we know, by the way? Like, Speaking is he okay? He was stayed in the game. Um, they pulled him a couple innings later. They didn't have him stay too long, but he's scheduled to start tomorrow. They said he's good to go. That's um, that's wild because I really thought yeah. he died. Oh Speaking man, he play, didn't get off for a yesterday. few minutes, and I thought he had like broken an arm or something um, because so, he. Dove down the stairs. Okay, Spencer, what do you, what do you want to say? You're you're trying to get something uh, out. Yeah. Um. How about uh, JD Martinez uh, tripping over second base, running out to right field? That is how <laughs> fucking cool. <laughs> oh, that's so brutal. I, I listened to me section ten today. I didn't know how he heard it, and like, dude, that's so fucking embarrassing. If he can't play tomorrow because of that, like, what are we doing? You can't. You just stepped on second base. What are, yep. what are we doing here? Yep. Jumbo uh, Dingus, am I right? <laughs> yeah, actually. Um, three hours ago, so uh, about 6 o'clock, um, J.D. Martinez is still getting treatment, still questionable to play Tuesday night. Sox must decide tomorrow morning when they release the 26-man roster. So we'll know by the time people are listening to this podcast in the morning, uh, we will know if J.D. Martinez is playing or not. Um, Why can't I have nice things? I, you know, that that's that's the best question to have, because, I mean, you're you're going to sit there and if he doesn't play, it's a question of what if if he plays and he looks terrible. It's a question of, you know, why did we do this? How did this happen? I mean, like, how, first off, by the way, how does Gio Rochella fall down a flight of stairs and he's fine? But J.D. Martinez trips over a base and he might miss the game. Because he's the most unathletic baseball player ever. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Pablo Sandoval <laughs> earns that title, all right? Don't you dare. Right, that's, that's all he that's has. That's true. But, but JD Vogelbach is also in that combo. JD's <laughs> no, tubby, I love you know? Vogelbach. Like, he, he's, he's got some tubby in him. So I mean, he does. Watching him in right field sometimes, you're like, every time he looks like he has no idea if he's going to catch I think it all comes back to fuck the National League, man. Like, fuck not having a DH. Oh, I know. That's well, the worst. It, it's. I mean, it's going to be gone soon. I mean, it, it, as soon as it's next soon year, it could happen. But yeah, no. I mean, you're right. And obviously, not soon enough. But you know, we have to. We have to live with these things sometimes. So, but uh, all right. This is this is another thing that I've been thinking about a lot, Spencer. Um, you know, the Red Sox start the year going seven and zero against the New York Yankees, and let me let me give you some numbers here. They were they were scoring almost six runs per game. 
Um, but this is my favorite is the team ERA was one, six, nine. I mean, they, they nice. just literally the Yankees were not scoring runs their last 12 games against the New York Yankees. They went three and nine, uh, were scoring 2.9 runs per game. Um, and a team ERA of 5.05. Not yeah, great. I mean, no, it's that, that was a great time in the season. That was a time that I enjoyed a lot and, um, I hoped that it would never end and it ended way too fast. Um, so yeah, I mean, you got the numbers for the rest of the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is, is uh, this is the whole thing. It's it's baseball and it's a one game fucking playoff. So you know, like the Red Sox have won three of the last twelve against the Yankees. Well, all I got to do is win one. You know, you can almost. I mean, obviously, look, the the numbers are worth considering and looking at. But it's the same thing in the National League. I mean, the the Dodgers won one hundred and six games, and they could be done against the Cardinals because the Cardinals play one game better. You know. It's just sitting there and like, that's what, that's what kills me about this whole thing. And I, I love it. I love the atmosphere of it. The one game playoff, what have you, but it does suck. I mean, knowing that you could be the better team and just get absolutely fucked in a one game playoff. But I think that's, what's, what's good about our matchup as compared to the Dodgers and the Cardinals is if you're a Dodgers fan and you lose that game, like you would just feel so defeated. Like you had a, an amazing postseason run just taken away from you, just like that. Yeah. For either of our teams, it's like, yeah, yeah, that seems right. Like if they lose well, the wild card game, you know, like that's just kind of how the season. Playing been. a game one sixty three, if they, you know, if they didn't have the two game or the one game wild card, if yeah, it exactly. were tied, they would just play the one game playoff anyway. So it like feels natural here. Yeah, um, I, I think it's the really are still a the odds situation. on favorites to win the World Series. According yeah. to Vegas. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. Yeah, that's I really, crazy. I mean, I really do think if they get out of the wild card that, I mean, sorry, San Francisco, that you won 107 games, but I think I'd still pick the Dodgers over you, not to change the subject on that. But actually, that's, yeah, that's, that is something I wanted to change the subject on, actually, is uh, what uh, what's our predictions for the entire oh, season? Yes. All right. Uh, I got to think about this for a sec. Cause I, I still have to fill out my postseason bracket that I like to do. Um, okay. yeah, MLB. I did, I did, it going? I did pick the nationals correctly in 2019, by the way, I just, well, let's go. That. Um, but, oh, oh my God. So do, national league, I think it's going to be the Dodgers. Um, but I, I do, I, I, I think it's good. My picks the Houston Dodgers rematch. Damn. We're on the same page. I have the same yeah. pick. They're just. I do Houston, have Houston there. I be different. think Milwaukee takes the National see that's in seven over the Dodgers, and, and that's the thing. It's like that. that, and I think that's an excellent. Just the pitch. I mean, the pitching for both sides. I mean, that would be a fun seven game series, and I think it would go seven games. Yeah, I mean, the Brewers certainly have the pitching. I think the hitting is is kind of the question mark for them, but yeah, you know, Willie Damas uh, is uh, carrying that the goat and, the and goat bro earlier this season, so. Love um, Willie Adamas, yeah. bro. Yeah. 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 Okay. Shut up. The the Brewers won the trade deadline months before the trade deadline. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but you you're also the guy that uh shit on that move and uh and didn't think it was a good move for the Brewers. So Hey, you um, know what? I'm you, wrong you most of the time. So now, I don't but, I don't know why you keep telling me that I'm wrong. I mean it just it happens a lot. Like at this point, like it doesn't even bother me anymore. 
I'll never get tired of telling you that, Sam. I mean, if you, if like, literally, like, if you, like, if, if I ran a betting segment, you should bet the opposite of what I say. Like, every time. Like, you would 100%. win so much more money. Yes. It'd be incredible. You know, like, the <laughs> dogs that you see, like, that hit the balls into the, like, uh, cups or what, in the bowls to, like, pick teams? Those dogs probably have a better record than me. They probably do. It's, it's Okay, speaking of betting, I have <laughs> the over-under and the odds for this game. Uh, oh, let's go. And I all want right, you I guys like to pull. So, uh, first of all, the Yankees are minus 125, and the Sox are plus 105. Um, and I don't really that's, um, bet on wow, sports. Wow, that's disrespectful. Um, I, it is, of I, would, I would take the Red Sox there. Um, yeah. But the eight and a half over-under is the one that um, oh, I'm give looking me the over. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I... I'm pretty confidently taking that over. Yeah. I'm expecting like a, a seven to six game or something like that. I just like, I mean, there's so many guys on both sides that can, that can bang, you know, I think it's going to be a lot of home runs. I really do. I think you're going to see four or five home runs in my, in my opinion. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. They just like, I mean, in Fenway park, I just, you know, I could see Stan judge Xander, I, I want to see a Xander home run where you know he it like it doesn't look like he hit it that hard, but it goes 500 feet. But it still That's, goes out of the park. Yeah. Yeah, and just like that. That I need. I just need to see that. Yeah, I and want... I can see multiple big, um, b- big comebacks of like three runs or more. Like when you have a four to one lead, and then it's four four, and then it's and then it's six to four, and then it's seven six, and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I could definitely see it going back and forth like that and being very stressful. I was going to say, well, you got to you got to realize, and this is this is something that's interesting to me is you have the Red Sox who finished forty seven of their wins were comebacks, which is the most in baseball, and the Yankees had forty four comeback wins, which is the second most in baseball. I mean, that's both nice. of these teams, you really can't count either of them out. I mean, part, obviously comebacks, like when you're looking at comeback wins as a whole. When I'm saying that, this is you know you could be down one nothing in the first inning and then come back. Um, but still, you know, there's the whole narrative of, you know, like the percentage of teams that score first win X amount of times. And you're going to see that number a million times in the postseason for both those teams. Like early lead doesn't mean anything, you know, like you got to go play game comes down to the seventh inning or later, no matter what. Yes, I, I absolutely. I mean, I think, yeah, I, uh, it's a good thing that I'll be drinking. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's all I'm going to say on, on that note. So, all right, you know what, we're, we're winding what's your, down. Scott, what's your setup for the game? We, uh, Sam and I both have Boston sports bars in our, in our local areas. I was thinking about this, um, last night and I don't know if I'd rather go to a bar and just be the Yankees fan there when everyone else is, you know, just rooting for the Yankees to lose. Um, yep. <laughs> or if I'd rather just sit at home on my couch and watch <laughs> every pitch without being distracted at all. Yeah, I mean, as long I mean, as you got something to drink. I was I watching uh, I the, the game last night uh, in a bar, and it was nice to be distracted, actually. Yeah, man. I mean, you know. It the, was nice the, to not be dying on every play. Yeah, that's – see, that's, that's kind of how I feel is, like, if I'm going to sit – in my apartment by myself and watch this game. Like I'm just going to be like living and dying. And, and I'm going to have to be like texting Spencer the whole time, just because like, <laughs> it's going to be like, he, I'm going to be riding every high and low of what happens. 
Um, and so, yeah, the bar will be a nice distraction. You know, maybe I maybe I meet somebody nice at the bar and, you know, get distracted from my stars. Probably not, but it's fine. <laughs> so, Scott, you haven't found a uh, Yankees bar in Philly yet? There's got to be um, one. There are ones. There's got to be one. There are ones further downtown, but um, okay. You know, I'm, there are bu- not near you. Too many bars. Uh, too many sports bars near my house for me to make the trip. <laughs> Center City. That's yeah, fair. I mean that's that's, fair. that's absolutely fair. So, all right. Well, on that note, what I want to know is what are our predictions, guys? Like, I think that's a that's a good way to just wrap up this podcast. Give me your give me your scores, Scott. You first. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I am going to say eight to five Yankees. Oh, okay. That's about what I was going to say. I was going to say um, Yankees score first. Red Sox score about three or four. And the Yankees take the lead back and then blow it open with a late game home run. So, uh, and that's, I, so what's your score? Because. Um, I was didn't have a number, but I like eight to five. Um, I okay, seven to four. Me seven to four That's fine. Actually, okay. Seven to four. <laughs> what am I gonna say? You know what? Give me, give me ten to seven, Red Sox. And here's my runs. Jesus Christ. Here's here's my caveat. Are you ready for me? Uh huh. Multi homer game from Rafael Devers. That's what I mean, I'm the, saying. The kid's hot. Not twice in the a row. The kid is on fire. That's it's, so, it's gonna happen. Absolutely. He's gonna Both get a home run and a double, but not two home hey, runs. If if Adam Duvall bugs for Dugo game losing yeah. error. <laughs> Spencer Spencer <laughs> declares on the internet that he'll never root for Alex Verdugo ever again. Yep. He goes in, he I goes into Spencer. Um, right after his base running error, and I said, I don't know who won the Mookie Betts uh, Alex Verdugo trade, but it definitely wasn't the Red Sox. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> day one, but it's all right. Imagine it's if this team game. had you know one of the best players in the league uh, in their outfield. Shut up, Scott. <laughs> you know, look, it's been a year. I'm I'm over it now. I've I, you can't hurt me anymore. They already won a World Series with him for crying out loud. Like you just you can't hurt me anymore. It's still painful. I, no, we've we've moved on. All right. On that note, this is, <laughs> thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Win Pod Repeat Wild Card Game. Make sure you're tuning in Tuesday night, eight o'clock, ESPN. In case you didn't know, um, let's go Red Sox. But you know, Spencer picking against the Red Sox. Maybe that's just uh, you know reverse psychology. Reverse I don't know. Psychology. That's it, dude. Big Thanks big brain me, moves. Guys. But I did. Hey, Scott. Glad to have you. Um, I hope that you're sad tomorrow. I'm sorry. Yeah, big sad for Scott tomorrow. That's all right. Scott will be sad, and uh, we'll hopefully. All right, tune in after the the wild card game, and you know, shit. Yeah, we.